Hey, Trade 2.0 show listeners. Thanks for joining me today. I want to tell you guys about something. If you're in the Vancouver area or even just around or you want to come in, what I'm going to do is I'm going to create something called Train with Jason Yee, where I book the ice, I'm going to train, and you can just book it off in the calendar. I'm going to have a link in my Instagram bio and on my webpage. And if you're coming in on those days, you want to come in on those days, you can just book that, uh, book yourself a slot and come on in and train with me. I won't really be coaching, but of course, you'll probably get the benefit of some insights and coaching. And it's just, you know, if you want to train with me and get it documented on social media and get that attention, then that's what we'll be. That's what we'll be doing. We've had some really great days and with some great groups and I want to see how we can make training more organic and fun and and free and 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 more affordable instead of like more regimented and less fun and real strict. So that's the idea. Shoot me a message and check out the website if if that's of interest to you. Now getting on to the topic today, I want to talk about nutrition. Now, in particular, I have experimented with like an extreme amount of different diets. And the, the, the diet that I have settled on for my own everyday life and that I was using playing pro was kind of like a variation of what's called carb backloading. So I have tried like everything, like I said. One of the ones that's very successful for fat loss is called the slow carb diet. And the idea with that is that's Tim Ferriss's slow carb diet. And I'll tell you about that a little bit. And then I'll tell you about the ketogenic diet and then the carb backloading and my experiences with all of them and how it all works together. But it all really comes down to carbohydrate intake and timing. You see, when you have carbs, there's like a very predictable response in your body. And that is you get sleepy. Now, there's a few people, and I mean it's a very very small percentage of people, who have carbs and then get energized. Most people have carbs and then get sleepy. So, and you need carbs for energy, but if you time it at the wrong time, you can get fat. And you also need carbs to build muscle. So let's wrap this all in together. Slow carb diet. Basically, you eat what's called low glycemic carbohydrates. So things like beans and peas and more beans. (laughs) And you stay away from anything white, like white rice, white bread, uh, or anything that could be white. So what that does is because it lowers your carbohydrate glycemic index and your glycemic index is the rate that the carbohydrate is turned into sugar in your body so the faster that something gets turned into sugar in your body the more it spikes a hormone called insulin and the more that insulin is spiked the more growth hormone response you get but then also the more of a recovery response you get it all works together, and I can explain that in more detail if you have other questions. But the way 
slow carb works is it keeps your blood sugar low because the carbs that you're eating don't spike your insulin. So you don't get the insulin spike, which leads to both fat and muscle gain. The key is fat and muscle gain. So if you're eating a ton of carbs and spiking your insulin, like really, really sweet carbs that spike your insulin up, you're going to have insulin all the time. Now, the problem with that over time is that you stop producing those insulin spikes and you get high blood sugar because insulin goes in there. When you, when you, when you eat the high glycemic carbs or any kind of carbs and your blood sugar goes up, insulin goes in there and like takes the, the sugar in your bloodstream and puts it into your muscles and fat cells. So that's the slow-carb diet. Now, the ketogenic diet is actually a very hard diet to be on. It's like 80% fat, 10% protein, and 10% carbs. The 10%, the, the reason that you can't be doing t- more than 10% protein is because protein also spikes your insulin levels if it's taken in the right dose with and without fat. So you need to have, for the ketogenic diet, it's like almost all fat. Now, there's a ton of benefits to your, the ketogenic diet. It's like you're going to become more fat adapted, meaning that you're using fat for energy. And if anyone knows kind of the biochemistry of fat energy, it's something like you get like something like 16 to 32 times more energy from a f- one fat molecule being used as fuel versus one carbohydrate mole, not, not molecule one mole. So you get more energy per like unit with fat. And the nice thing too is the brain starts adapting and using what's called ketones, which are developed when your when your body is void, doesn't have any carbs. Your your brain and body can use ketones for fuel. So it's like a cleaner, more efficient energy burning, you know, method. The problem is is that most that's that's like a hard diet to maintain especially if you're traveling and simple is always better systems are better than goals and so one diet that i figured out is called it's called carb backloading but then i kind of have edited it to my own needs now in carb backloading what you do is you eat protein fat veggies through the first part of your day until you exercise, like until your, until your main bout of exercise, and then you eat all the carbs you want. Now, the trick to that is that if you, if you are eating, if you're crushing carbs before you, you're exercising, that's getting stored as fat and muscle. And it's affecting your energy levels. Because remember what I said, carbs make people sleepy, generally speaking. And if it, and I don't know if that's the case for you or not, but just test it. Just test if you get lower energy after consuming carbs. I do. And I, a lot of players that I've worked with, they do too. So just test it. So what I do is I eat only protein and fat and veggies prior to my main exercise bout. So that might mean my practice. That might be my game. That might be my workout. I'm eating, and I'm eating a lot, I'm just not having any carbs. Then after my 
main exercise bout, so if it's practice, training, game, whatever, then I consume carbs. And the reason for that is because you you actually you're you're more sensitive, your muscles are more sensitive to the insulin after exercise, meaning that your muscles are more likely to grow after exercise than the fat cells. So you're kind of shunting the energy that you're consuming into your muscles. And the reason for that is because your muscles just burned up a whole bunch of carbs during the workout, the exercise, the game, the training. And now there's like, oh, we need carbs, we need carbs, you know, we need glycogen, we need whatever. And so then when you consume it after, it almost goes directly there. Then the nice thing with that is that if you haven't eaten carbs, and, and we know that you know carbs make you sleepy, or at least for me, they make me sleepy, and you eat them after your exercise, boom, it puts you into like sleepy recovery mode. So it, it takes your heightened cortisol, right? Your kind of stress, your fight or flight response, and then it turns it down. Because when you spike insulin, that also then leads to a spike in growth hormone and um, and that kind of triggers your your recovery kind of process, like the, a cascade of hormones that lead to your recovery process. So I've found this diet to be very flexible because, and, and then the other interesting thing is if I can't find protein or carbs, or sorry, protein or fats and veggies to eat in the morning, I just don't eat. And everyone's always said, oh, you know, you need to eat breakfast. I think if you look into the history of that, breakfast is an idea supported by the cereal industry. Like, it was like a marketed idea by the, you know, supported by the milk and cereal industry, dairy and cereal industry. I'm not a, a conspiracist or anything, but I think if you just follow the money trail back, it's like, hey, we have this cereal and, you know, milk. What's a good way to push that? Well, let's say that cereal and milk is a good breakfast. I think that's kind of the way that that went. Not 100% sure. But the thing is, is, is pay attention to your body. And for a while, like when I was in high school, I would go and eat like a bagel in the morning and then and then it would just be this huge cascade of like, I need more carbs, more carbs, more carbs. And I'm more and more and more tired. <laughs> I get more and more sleepy. So I let that, I stopped doing that. And I, I noticed right away, if I have carbs in the morning, any sort of sugar, different fruits affect me different ways. But if I have any of that, boom, I crash. It's like, it's like an immediate response. So I either don't eat or I have protein and fat and veggies if I can find it. So like nuts and sausages and eggs and that kind of thing. If I have that, then I play my game and then I carb the F up. I have tons of carbs and I kind of eat whatever I want after because I know I've put in the work and my muscles will take in that that glycogen. Now, a lot of people will say, oh, but like, don't you need carbs for energy? Correct, you do. But the thing is, is that carbs are like synthesized in your body, like the 48 to 20, 24, 36, 48 hours before your 
activity. Like it takes time for that those carbs to be converted into usable fuel in your muscles in the form of glycogen. So it's always like the night before meal that needs to be high carb, not the meal right before. Because as we know, or as I have experienced, the carb meal right before just makes you sleepy. It doesn't really contribute to your energy status. So if you think of the cascade, if you practice, let's say, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, well, you have no carbs, let's say, Monday morning, and then you have practice, let's say, at three and workout, and then you go carb crazy and eat whatever the hell you want and eat a lot, and then that carb intake right there is fueling your practice for Tuesday and Wednesday. So then you wake up Tuesday morning, and then you know you have sausage, egg, and some salad or some nuts, and then you go to and then you go to practice again the next day, and you're using the carb intake from Monday to fuel your practice Tuesday. And then you know you have practice, blah, 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 and then you have a ton of carbs. <clears throat> so this is like a way of eating that's in reference to mostly energy levels, not necessarily the quality of your food, and that's an entirely different topic. And you know we could go deep into that, but I won't. But, you know, I mean do your best to eat healthy, right? Like just be smart about it. Um, and, you know, have, have vegetables, have good quality meats. If you're having meats, have nuts and seeds, that kind of thing. And, you know, try to have your carb intake afterwards, be healthy carb intake afterwards. You know, McDonald's does work. It, it really does. Like if you need to put on weight and get energy into your system, it'll do the trick. But obviously that's not your best bet right? So this is, like I say, all about energy manipulation. And that's all from your carb, protein, fat timing. At least that's what I've found. So what I wanted to do with this podcast is give you a basis for testing something that's going to work for you. And I hope you find that to be helpful. Let me know your thoughts. Send me a voice message. Send me a DM, send me whatever. I'd love to hear what you guys think and any other questions I will answer in the podcast. Thank you for listening.